You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jasonacouch.com. I'm here with you as we go through another week in quarantine, another week getting closer to summer when it feels like I should be outside playing softball, but I'm not. But that's all right. We're doing what we need to do to beat this thing. And there are things that bring me joy in this time, usually. One of them has been running the simulated Blue Jays season that I've been told a lot of you are still following. So I appreciate that. But I want to talk about something that happened in the game yesterday and both what it means in a real world context and in the game context. And those of you who follow me on Twitter... No, I'm talking about the debut of Nate Pearson at the major league level. And suffice to say, it was disappointing. And I want I want to talk about the real life implications about that in the second half of this podcast. And just, you know, if we can even expect such a thing this season. But... Yeah, last uh, last week after Chase Anderson got injured, I ran a poll asking if you want me to call up Nate Pearson or Ryan Barucki or Anthony Kay, who is also injured. Spoiler alert. Or TJ Zoic. And, and Pearson won pretty handily. And this was about the time that I was going to call him up in the simulation anyway. Because if we are led to believe that Pearson was going to start at AAA Buffalo for contract purposes, then May would have been the time to bring him up. I mean, Chris Bryant, when he was called up, it was uh, the end of April. Vladdy was called up in May. So this seemed about right to to officially make Nate Pearson a major league player. And I, I know other people have had him up from the start, but I'm trying to mirror the Blue Jays in real life. And... I'm closer to marrying them now that Danny Salazar is out for pretty much the entire season. But anyway, I'm getting off track. Pearson came up. He was going to start the opener, which would be tonight against the White Sox. But instead, because he hadn't pitched since the fifth, um, it was decided he would swap with Matt Shoemaker. Shoemaker is going tonight against Reynaldo Lopez. And Pearson would get the Rangers. And... You know, for for the the fanfare it was, you know, Pearson did get off to a very good start. Clean first inning, struck out two batters. It it looked exactly like you thought you were gonna get from Nate Pearson. It was a great start. But in the second inning, it was clear things were going off the rails slightly. Um Pearson Got a ground ball that was bobbled 
by Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at third, which put Ronald Guzman on when he should have been out. And then Todd Frazier was able to take him the other way for a single. And the injury notifications on uh, Out of the Park Baseball, the software I've been using, they they kind of pop up in the flow of game after the play. Like, Lourdes Gurriel's been, like, almost injured, like, three or four times, but Gurriel is gutsy, and he hasn't co- had to come out of a game yet. But the second it popped up with Pearson with all the injury concerns, it's just like, oh, no, please, please tell me he didn't do something. And then it says back, and that's never a good sign. And once he got pulled out there, I mean, it was it was just heartbreaking that that was it. That was the debut that Pearson was going to get. And uh, luckily, it did show me the injury right away because there there are times when it'll it'll show you the injury and you'll know it's like a day to day thing. Or there'll be like the diagnosis is pending and then Danny Salazar has finger surgery. But it said immediately it was a two-week injury. It's very disappointing. And uh, Pearson was placed on the IL today. And Barucki was called up in his place. And for a team that's proven to be pretty competitive so far this season... Uh, Toronto did beat Texas 3-1 on uh, on a bullpen outing. And credit to Jacob Wagaspak for bouncing back from an appearance where he gave up six runs and came in with a 54 ERA. He came in and he stranded Guzman and Frazier and prevented Nate Pearson from being charged with a run in his debut. So I, I appreciated that. He'll still be on that spotless ERA when he pitches again. But it, again, it, it felt like it should have been a lot more than it was. And instead, you only got to see him for 23 pitches. They were, they were pretty good. But, again, it just highlights the major fear that is there with Nate Pearson and, and throwing him out there. Like, how... How secure are you in knowing that his injury history will result in in that sort of thing popping up at any given time? I mean, he's he's just like the guy he replaced on the mound last night, Matt Shoemaker. The stuff is so tantalizing. He has a chance to be so good. But is health going to be the major factor with him? And that's actually going to play into the conversation I want to dovetail this into, which is the real-life conversation. And we will discuss whether or not we'll actually see Nate Pearson in 2020. But first, we got to discuss Built Bars, because Built Bars are the best-tasting protein bars ever. They taste like a candy bar. It's amazing. They have 16 different flavors I am slowly working my way through all of them. I had banana chocolate cream yesterday, and it was good. Still hasn't displaced the salted caramel as my favorite yet, but strong effort from the banana cream. 
Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. It's like just nougat in your mouth. It's so good. And it lets you lose or maintain weight while, you know, having something that doesn't taste like cardboard, which is always good. So if you want to get Built Bars in your house, you just go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order with them. It's that simple. So you get, you can add on more Built Bars and enjoy them for the same price. So go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code Locked On, get $10 off your first order, and start enjoying healthy, tasty protein bars today. And if you don't want to go to the website, I don't know why, but you can order in your favorite treats and confectionaries with the help of Postmates. Postmates is that on-your-phone delivery app that helps you get what you need when you need it. Do you want breakfast burritos? Do you want regular burritos? Do you want beer? You can download the Postmates app on your phone, whether you're iPhone or Google, whatever. doesn't matter. You can download that app. You can plug in your favorite stores and they will deliver to you whatever you want within the hour. So you don't have to go running to the store if you forgot to buy some sour cream because you're making pasta salad and your roommate's like well how are you gonna make it i'm like hush i got this and for a limited time postmates is giving listeners 100 dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days so you just download the app enter that code locked on such a powerful code you get the 100 dollars of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days so you just download that app, and then after that, anything you need, anytime you need it, just Postmate it. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. Welcome back. So um, before the break, I said how... That worry with Nate Pearson was going to affect not just the simulated game where he left with a strain back and will be out for two weeks, to my great dismay, but it will have an impact on the real-life situation and, and how the Blue Jays choose to handle him. Because in the proposal sent out by uh, Major League Baseball owners, it... Uh, it expands the rosters to 30 people and includes a taxi squad, bringing it up to about 50 players that can be accessed by the Blue Jays and, and all the other teams at any given time. And you have to believe that Nate Pearson will at least be on that taxi squad because I don't think the Blue Jays want to lose a year of like being able to throw with the team, being able to get live pitching in. So I would have to think Pearson would be included. But the question becomes, do you include him on the live squad? The whole thing this year is like when Pearson will come up because of the eligibility, because of adding that extra year of control. Now the Blue Jays have a reason to not bother doing that until next year. Because like you have no idea what shape these players are going to be in 
when they come back or how quickly they're going to be able to get up to speed or if they're going to be able to get up to speed at all. Like, Randall Kritschuk is a notoriously slow starter. How is he going to do when the start is pushed back into the middle of the summer? It's it's going to be really tough to navigate. And again, you have guys with history histories of injuries. That's a really tough phrase to actually get out. Histories of injuries. Like Hyunjin Ryu and Matt Shoemaker. And it becomes a question of if you want to throw Nate Pearson onto that fire early in a season where you don't really know what's going to happen and you're you're uncertain of just the health and safety levels of your players given that, you know, everyone's been quarantined. I'm just wondering how much sense it actually makes to get Nate Pearson in action this year as opposed to waiting and seeing what he'll look like next season. And, you know, obviously there there are other factors that will determine it. Maybe the Blue Jays adjust to the shortened schedule a lot better than other people. And they come out firing and, you know, Nate Pearson becomes very attractive to deploy to maintain that early advantage. Maybe it becomes uh, imperative that Pearson pitch because, again, Ryu goes down, Shoemaker goes down, Ryan Barecki goes down. Maybe he just gets forced into action that way. But I have to be wondering if the Blue Jays get off to a slow start and they're like, I don't know, 8 and 16, then how much motivation is there to actually put Pearson in and see what he has in a season that's already half lost. I mean, the the argument on the other side is this is the perfect time to see what Pearson has because you know you don't have to worry about an innings limit or anything with an 82-game season. You don't have to worry about pitch counts. You can just let him go out there and do whatever he wants. And... It's, it's attractive to think that way. I know Nate Pearson would probably be on board with that. But with someone as talented as Nate Pearson, you can't be thinking short term when the time is not guaranteed to be now for this team. I mean, right now in the simulated season, they are 23 and 20, which is good. It, it has them in the wildcard hunt. But it's not, you know, let's start pushing the chips into the middle of the table good. I mean, Cleveland is running away with the American League. Tampa Bay, despite losing, like, half its rotation, is still getting timely hits and and maintaining its edge in the American League East. It, it's going to be a very fluid situation with Nate Pearson and whether or not he comes back and pitches for the Blue Jays in 2020. I can tell you in a simulated season, he will. I just can't tell you if it'll happen in real life. Not until the brass of the Blue Jays make that call. Hopefully we get to see them, you know, at least ponder that decision. But until then, 
you know, we will keep delivering those kind of hypotheticals here on the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, wherever you get podcasts, you can subscribe to Locked On Blue Jays to make sure you don't miss an episode. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays, and you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews the underscore the there because Twitter is dumb. So dumb. Anyway. So now that we're at the end of this episode, you can tell your smart device, hey, smart device, I played Locked On Blue Jays. Now play Locked On MLB and you will get Sully. And Sully is a good man and an entertaining man. And I've been on that podcast and it's a pretty good time. So check that out. And until the next episode, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfrontacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.